to the Unlearned Podcast. I am your host, Ruth Abigail Smith, and today we are doing something called Freedom Fridays, which is where I get one of my friends to join me in a quick conversation about what they've unlearned this week and how it's made them more free. Um, so today I have one of my best friends. Her name is Brittany to the Pruitt. Um, Brittany, say hey to the people. Hey, people. Who it is. It's Brittany Pruitt. <laughs> hey. Um, <laughs> Britt, it's good to be with you on, on the air. We're not actually on the air. <laughs> We're not on the I air. I feel like I'm on the radio. It does kind of feel like You that. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, is that, I don't know if that's... It feels like that. I think it, that's why you got really close to the mic, too. Yeah, that's why yeah. I did that. Yeah. So... <laughs> This conversation is just, we're just going to talk. And we hope that what we've unlearned or the stories of what we've unlearned will be helpful for you. Um, And also talk with your people Mm -hmm. about what you've unlearned. Talk with them about how you're more free um, and and just make that a part of the conversation. So me and Britt, we've been friends since what? Gosh, 2011 maybe? 2011. 2010. 2010, yeah. one of those years. We joined Hope around the same time. Funny story with that. Don't know if you want to share it. It's fine. Yeah, we don't have time right now. It's supposed it's okay. to be quick. It's supposed it's to be fine. quick. We'll yep. do that later. Another day. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so you are doing worship leading. Yes. You are a wife, a mother. Mm-hmm. You do a little speaking. Mm-hmm. You you do um, hair products. You're with Monet. I am. So you're yes. like a serial entrepreneur. Sure. Out in the world. I'll take that. Out in the marketplace. In the marketplace. That's it. I love it. Yes. I love it. Um, so, Britt, let's just talk about like, so we talk on a regular basis mm-hmm. several times a week, hang out on a regular basis. And so we've been talking recently about some of your experiences within the like religious context. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll have a longer conversation about this later. But I think this is really interesting. Um what it is that you have recently been unlearning about your relationship with religion. Can you just like talk about that a little bit? Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think mm, it, I'll, I'll say this first. It feels weird getting free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. be, when you have lived in bondage for so long yeah. and innocently, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think this is a lot of people's stories in the South, but you know, you hear grew up in church, you hear that a lot, but that's my, that's my story saved at a young age and just saw the world with a black and white mentality for so long, mm-hmm. which is what legalism or religious mindset does. It mm-hmm. just kind of keeps you in a box. God is in a box. Everything is in a neat box. Anything outside of the box mm-hmm. is bad. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's kind of a way to describe it. So over the years, like, I've been learning that, no, actually, there's gray, mm. too. Mm. And, in fact, not only is there gray, but Jesus lives in the gray. Mm. And if we want to be where Jesus is, then we need to li- live in the gray. Mm. And in the gray, it's not cookie cutter. Black and white, it's very easy. You can pick a side or this side, this versus this. But then with gray, it's there. there's a wrestle, there's tension, there's mm-hmm. seemingly contradictions. Um, but that's where Jesus lives, and yeah. I think that's where truth and freedom are found. So that is the recent journey I've been on probably within the last maybe five years, but especially with these last several months, Mm -hmm. God has just been opening my, opening up my eyes Mm -hmm. to what he's delivering me from, but then also giving me eyes to see it where other people are in bondage. Mm -hmm. 
That makes sense. So what's uncomfortable about that for you? Um, at first it was having to admit that, mm-hmm. like, ooh, this is not, yeah. <laughs> this is harmful. This isn't good for, but I think now what's uncomfortable is being zealous mm. <laughs> to see other people free, but knowing that I can't force them mm. to be. And the journey of that is a process just like with the Lord, with me. Yeah. But I have a zeal now of, don't you see this? And yeah. I want to, mm. yeah, I want to, I want to take the, yeah. the blinders off everyone else too, or I want God to, but yeah. 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 Um, I think like one of the most beautiful things is to see someone's perspective of God change mm. and like a uh, perspective of Christ change, because if we're honest, like so much of what we were taught mm-hmm. really has kept us, kept us bound. Like yeah. it's kept us in, in, in bondage, um, which is, which is, which is a weird thing to say because it's not like that was on purpose. Like you yeah. said, it's unintentional, yeah. but, but it's true. Yeah. And it is hard to unlearn some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And especially, especially when it impacts um, relationships yeah. or it impacts the way you're seen or it impacts how you communicate with people. And so, you you've been like like as of like a week weeks or hours or days right mm-hmm. like experiencing a little bit of all of that like for sure. what what has that process been like for you uncomfortable mm-hmm. <laughs> um just a lot of wrestling a lot of wrestling i think you going back to even part of that but also what you said what has been uncomfortable about that is also feeling like you're in the minority Mm. of believing mm. when maybe it should be the majority of mm. thinking. So even with the church, I'm not even talking about anybody outside the church with followers of Jesus. When you feel like your eyes are being open, but maybe the majority around you is still mm. blind, mm. you may feel it, it's those questions of maybe even second guessing sometimes. Yeah. Am I really seeing the truth? Am is, you know, um, that's uncomfortable to yeah, feel like yeah. you're going up against a big mountain of voices yeah. who believe otherwise. Um, Mm. but yeah, it just, just, um, a lot of wrestling, trying to have patience with myself and Mm. grace for myself these last couple of weeks. Also learning how to trust God's voice Mm. and take a step of faith, even if I'm mm, afraid of what that decision will cost me. Yeah. Um, that's been a lot of like what this, these last couple of weeks have looked like. Yeah. Yeah. That cost factor is is major but it's but it's crazy because it it, is that not exactly what i mean it's it's that not exactly what jesus said like it's it's weird how sometimes it's weird how we get surprised about the very things that we read about all the time and it's like yo like end up what he said yeah like count the like the cost is high count it before you decide yeah you have to know like so many things like you're i you know i when when i'm involved people will People, uh, relationships are going to be severed. Yeah. Like, you know, when I'm involved, um, you're, you're going to have to die to some things. Yeah. Like, that's real. Mm-hmm. And then we sit here and, and have, you know, ha- have the audacity to live it and be like, oh, Lord, what in the world, what's happening? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, like I told you, you should have thought about that before you say yes. <laughs> um, but I think I think also, like, as we watch the the show The Chosen, mm-hmm. and you've been watching it more recently than me, but what I one of the things that we both said we like about it is, 
how how authentic it is, how mm-hmm. real it is, and how like the lives of the disciples are kind of unpacked in a way that where you can really see yourself. Yeah. And so what you just described as far as um um as far as the feeling of going up against yeah. Like, you know, you have you have like these few people that are going up against the, the mm-hmm. masses and mm-hmm. like not just not just physical masses, but masses of like in like history of yeah. um of of knowledge and the law and, and, and experiences and they're coming with something that's different. Yeah. And that's gotta be scary. I mean, it yeah. is scary. For like sure. it's it, it's a scary thing. Um, but I don't know. I think it's it's probably the right place to be. And the the other thing I think about is when we talk about like I've been think about this word remnant a lot. Mm. Mm. Brittany's way more spiritual than I am, y'all. <laughs> I'm really not. I mean, she just is. She's deeper. <laughs> she lives on the bottom of the ocean. I live on. I live right above the surface. Okay, that's just how that goes. But I, so I'm using this term remnant. It's surprising me because it's not a word I would typically be using. But I has been. It has been. You know. It has been on my, like, I've been thinking about it. It's like mm. the remnant is, mm. is like, there, it's, God has always, you know, scripture has always said, like, there's going to be a smaller group mm. of people yeah. who are really, who really get it. Yeah. Um, I mean, even the scripture of narrow is the way that the, leads to life and a few will find it. That's it. Yeah. You know? So. And so it's just, it, I think it's really interesting how you said, like, I feel like, uh, to some degree, I'm alone. Mm. Like, and it's like, am I off? Like, because mm. I seem like nobody else is really mm-hmm. getting it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's almost the indication that's saying, no, <laughs> you're not. Because um, it's not like it's in your head. I mean, you're, you're, you know, we have text to support right, that. Right. You know, it's not like you're making this up as you go. And I'm doing things that I don't want to do. Exactly. Like, so, <laughs> I think sometimes that's an indication yeah. too. Uh, not sometimes, a lot of times. That's an indication of like, Jesus is leading me to do this because if it was up to me, right. Brittany would not do this because Brittany would be too afraid or mm. too self-conscious. Yeah. So I think that that helps me too. And you feel more free. So talk about the freedom on the other side of it. Oh, um, I think one thing that comes with it being okay one thing i like to say and you may hear me say this in other conversations but i'm a recovering pharisee that's what i like to say people like to say i'm in recovery yeah i'm in recovery from legalism and religion Fantastic. yeah yes so because yeah in my at my core like in my worst state in my flesh i'm the worst pharisee ever mm-hmm. um i uh, one of the things i heard someone say before is you see sin first Mm. When you see people and when you see yourself, you're the hardest on yourself and you're hard on everybody else because mm. you see sin first and you always see what's wrong um, and what should be right according mm. to the law. So now I, th- <laughs> it's freedom is allowing me to see people mm. and not sin first. Wow. And that's mm. huge. Wow. And to dive in and to, you know, interact with or be with people who the legalists would say, Oh, well, they're sinners, right? But again, go back to the text. Jesus, that's exactly what happened with the Pharisees who came to, what, Matthew's house and said, who's the tax collector? Which I'm realizing now they were hated by Jewish people. And, oh, why does your rabbi eat with tax collectors and sinners, Mm. right? And how he was saying, like, I've not come, I've come for the lost. I've not come for those who think they've got it all together. And that's another thing, like, it humbles me because with legalism comes pride that you know it all 
And yeah. so no one can tell you anything, but I think therefore also you're hindered from the Lord even yeah. revealing himself to you and moving by the spirit because you're just going by the rules. Yeah. And so now I feel like I'm also free to hear his voice more, to mm. see him move more and to get him out of the box. That's the biggest thing that I'm learning is he's not in a box anymore. Mm. I'm being challenged to, okay, if he wants to speak through a donkey, if he wants to speak through, right, which he mm-hmm. did, if he yeah. wants to speak through you know, I don't know, a moment in this time in, in uh, something I see on the floor. Like, I'm not, I can get him outside of this little box. Mm. Or even with someone who doesn't believe the same things that I believe. Yeah. Like, who's to say? Wow. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing is the, the box is being demolished. Mm. And, yeah, that's pretty. Man, that's powerful. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Come on, demolish boxes. That's good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> That's good. So... Thank you for sharing your your freedom journey mm-hmm. with us. Um, and that's it, y'all. We just wanted to, to talk for a little bit. And so we hope that you're getting more free this week. Um, and we hope that you continue to unlearn. Um, so just stay tuned for more of these coming out weekly. Uh, we want to be able to share a little bit about where we are um, so that you can be helped where you are. Freedom Fridays. Thank you once again for listening to the Unlearned Podcast. We would love to hear your comments and your feedback about the episode. Feel free to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and to let us know what you think. We're looking forward to the next time when we are able to unlearn together to move forward towards freedom. See you then.